Welcome back to uh, another edition of the Bowlers Extra Podcast. After Wednesday's win by Purdue at Northwestern, seventy to sixty-four, uh, the Boilermakers kind of limped to the finish, missing free throws down the stretch after having a fifteen-point lead uh, with about six, five, six minutes to go. Uh, but you know they got the win. And they are now kind of officially in first place by a half game uh, after Illinois lost at Rutgers earlier. So Purdue knew what was going on uh, before its game started. And, you know, now they have a half game lead. Uh, but, you know, plenty, uh, plenty more movement still to come in the standings over the next two and a half to three weeks. So, uh, by no means is the jockeying uh, done. Uh, there's a lot more games to be played, a lot more head-to-head matchups to be played. So, um, but Purdue needed to get this one just because you know it has to beat Northwestern. You, know, you can't at this late in the year you can't lose at Northwestern if you expect to win the Big Ten title. And uh, Purdue put itself in a position, a strong second half at the start uh, to to get going. Uh, they were trying to get going in the first half, but, you know, they'd get a seven-point lead, and then all of a sudden um, Northwestern would come back. Uh, but the start of the second half, Mason Gillis obviously was big with the two three-pointers that stretched the lead out. And then Purdue, you know, just kept feeding it inside and making plays. And, uh, they, they were they were better defensively than they have been. Uh, they didn't let Boo Booey really get going till late. Uh, Pete Nance was oh, somewhat of a factor, uh, but you know Purdue kind of kept uh, kept Northwestern in check uh, most of the day and had that double-digit lead, as I said, with five or six minutes to go. It just you know probably let up a little bit, and you know this is the end of a of a long long stretch for for the Boilermakers. Uh, Eight games in 21 days, 23 straight days without a day off. Thursday will be their first day off since January 24th uh, because the way Purdue prepares, they you know two days to prepare for every game, and the games just got backed up because of what happened with uh, the Michigan rescheduled game, and that just that one game changed um, the whole schedule and put Purdue in this situation. You, you could tell these last three games, and, you know, they didn't use it as an excuse. They didn't, you know, talk about it a whole lot until after today's game, just how how tough it how tough it's been for them. And, you know, it, it, it showed up these last three games. The Michigan game, you know, they were, they were right there, 24-24 in the first half, and Michigan took over, and then they got blitzed in the second half, and that game got away from Maryland games. You know, you know they were sluggish. That that first half, first thirty minutes, um, you know, finally got some shots to go down, and you know, held on and won. You know, tonight, you know, they were both teams were really sloppy at the beginning. Purdue just had a lot of oh unforced, uncharacteristic turnovers uh, that. You know, before these before these last three games, we really hadn't seen, uh, and it was it was you know, at one point that the teams had combined for 11 turnovers and 11 made field goals. 
So Northwestern was equally bad in t- trying to take care of the ball, but Purdue really had some struggles tonight uh, with the turnovers. But uh, in between the turnovers, they did they were able to get their offense going. Isaiah Thompson had a couple threes in the first half to spark him. They kept feeding Zach Eady down low. Um, and then, you know, Mason Gillis, his three-pointers were big. Eric Hunter, I thought, was big all night. Solid floor game, no turnovers in 32 minutes. Uh, ended up with 11 points. You know, hit a, hit a big three late, which he's which he's done a lot of, uh, you know, dur- the, these last few games. You know, if you remember back to the Illinois game where he scored nine points in the first uh, five minutes of the second half, and he's kind of stepped up his his game at the right time and has hit some big shots, and that's what seniors need to do. And I said Purdue had enough to finish it out, get the win, and now sit 12 and four in the league uh, with a huge game coming up on Sunday against Rutgers. I mean, that's who you know two weeks ago who who thought that. Rutgers would be in the position it's in. You know, they they had a stretch of five straight games um, against five ranked teams, and right now they're four zero in that stretch. Uh, beat Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and then Illinois, and then they're coming to Mackey Arena on Sunday. And that's, I mean, they put themselves not only in the NCAA tournament, but They've also put themselves in contention for the Big Ten title. If they beat Purdue on Sunday, they're going to be 11 and five. Purdue's going to be 12 and five. Now Wisconsin, Illinois are going to have four losses, but Wisconsin still has to go to Rutgers, and Illinois's got a loss at Rutgers. So if you don't think Rutgers can win this thing, then you're not paying attention because they can win this thing. Uh, the way they're playing. And the the way that they have figured out maybe now how to win on the road after winning at Wisconsin uh, last weekend. Uh, so this is, and they've beaten Purdue four straight times. Four straight times they've beaten Purdue. And, you know, the, you know the last second shot there uh, was uh, uh, you know out there was Purdue's uh, first loss of the year, obviously, but. Um, you know, if you don't think that they can come into Macarena and win, you you haven't been paying attention. This will be a dogfight on Sunday, and you know Purdue's got its first off day on Thursday. Uh, they need to get re-energized. They need to get reset because Sunday's going to be a war, and Rutgers is coming in with a lot of confidence, thinking that now I did, you know, in following the game before the Purdue game. I did see where uh, Ron Harper Jr. was helped off the floor. I, I don't know the extent of an injury, if there was an injury. So that's obviously something to watch over the next couple days to see um, what his availability will be or if it's just, you know, something that, that's fixable here in the, uh, in the short term. But uh, that would change the complexion of, of of Sunday's game if somehow he couldn't go. Um, but right now, I would I mean, unless there's a di- di- some word on you know what what's going on, I would uh, I would anticipate him playing. Um, so 
that's on the watch. But, you know, regardless, Sunday's going to be a big-time game. Uh, and, and really, Purdue can take a, another a huge step towards that Big Ten title by by taking care of Rutgers on Sunday. And then there'll be three games left after that. Uh, two road games at Michigan State and at Wisconsin. And then home to Indiana to finish finish the deal. Uh, so Purdue is still in a good position. You know, and the oppressive thing you have to you take away from this streak that you know, this stretch that Purdue is on. You know, you can start you know, depending on where you start, you can start it after the, the Indiana loss with the uh, the win against Northwestern at home, or you can start it from the the eight games in 21 days stretch, you know, because their last off day was was uh, January 24th. But uh, you know, Purdue went um, seven and one since uh, January the 27th at Iowa. They won seven of eight games in this 21 day stretch, and the 23 straight days uh, without an off day. Now, if you can back it up to the Northwestern game, and that would be uh, eight and one, uh, with a few more days added in there. So it'd be what a twenty, twenty-four day straight, eight, you know, or uh, nine games in twenty-four days, something like that. So they were eight and one, seven and one, however you want to look at it. But they just had one loss during during this stretch, um, and as. Um, Poorly that they have that they have played here the last two and a half games or so. Um, I think it shows you kind of you know what they're made of a little bit. I know that again these last three games haven't been their best, uh, but for them to to be seven and one during this stretch or eight and one during whatever you want to form it, um, it to me is pretty impressive. And that one loss was a a blowout loss at Michigan, one that got away from them. That you know, there's no last second shot, there's nothing like that. So, um, you know, Purdue has put itself in a position to go win the Big Ten title. I always thought that. I always thought that it they 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 would get to the end and they would be in a position to do it. Now, the fact that they lead the Big Ten now, obviously, they control what they do, um, and there's. And there's still some games here that they're gonna are gonna challenge them, and I wouldn't be surprised by another loss. But Illinois's got they got to go. Illinois's got to go to Michigan State Saturday. I know that Wisconsin's got to go to Rutgers, as I mentioned. Um, Ohio State is lurking right there, but Ohio State has um, probably more upside a little bit because they 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 do play more games. They have more chances to catch up. But they also have more chances to lose. But they're sitting there with four losses, so they're right in the they're, they're right in the mix of this thing. And, and as I said, Rutgers is right there. Rutgers uh, Rutgers probably needs you know can't afford another loss because that would give them six. And you know right now the top of the league has four. You know I, Purdue might lose one more time. Illinois might lose one more time. Wisconsin might lose one more time. But I, I don't think these teams are going to lose two more times. So it's a huge game for Rutgers as far as challenging for the Big Ten title. But, you know, Rutgers could easily sneak in there and get a double bye in the Big Ten tournament. 
based on how they're playing right now. And uh, a lot of it depends on Ron Harper's status. But they could they could get a double bye there. So they they have a lot to play for, just like Purdue has a lot to play for uh, on Sunday. But, you know, from tonight, you know, Purdue is able to get the win um, and kind of now, you know, they get home, they get the day off, and then get back after Friday and Saturday and get ready for Rutgers. Uh, I'm going to bring up the uh, shot clock problem at Purdue. You know, they need a... There's a computer. Their 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 scoreboard is kind of out of date a little bit, so they need a patch uh, to fix um, to fix the problem as far as making sure there's a decimal point there and they they could have tenths of a second on the shot clock. So they've got to get two patches for that, and that's a cost of upward of around a hundred thousand dollars to get that done. Now, uh, they just, for whatever reason, they decided at the beginning of the year not to do that. Um, and I, but I, that, that issue will be taken care of going into next season. They can't, I don't, I don't believe there's anything that can be done now, but it'll, it'll be fixed going into the, uh, into next season. But it's, it wasn't a problem until it was a problem. And, um, and hopefully it's not a problem Sunday or when they play IU. But um, it's it's a little embarrassing that Purdue has this issue. Um, but you know, decision was made not to. And I, I and to be honest, I can't tell you for sure whether. Okay, let's say Purdue wanted to do it. Did the company that that puts the patch together? Could they have produced the patch in time for Purdue? Or where there's some other things there, so there, there's probably a couple different things going on there, uh, as far as uh, that is concerned. But you know, it—I don't—I hate saying this, but it is what it is, and it's—it's it's what it's going to be until um, it gets fixed, and that probably will not get fixed until uh, going into next season. Um, but you just hope it doesn't become a problem uh, on. On Sunday or uh, against uh, Indiana in the final game uh, in early March. Uh, so, anyway, no more fallout from the uh, the bizarre turnover call on Sunday. Uh, that was still weird in a lot of different ways, and uh, it's unfortunate um, that it happened like that. But you know, Purdue got the win, so. That's all that matters. No controversy tonight from a timing standpoint. Let's hope there's no controversy at all on uh, <laughs> on, on Sunday against Rutgers. Um, you know, back to tonight's game a little bit. You know, Gillis had been over seven from three the last two games, and then you know jumps in and goes three for four, and then Ethan Morton hit a three at one time. Ethan Morton, Mason Gillis were combined four for four from three point range, and that's. That's how Purdue needs to win. You know, the, those are the contributions you, you, you get. You know, Purdue, you know, Painter played nine players tonight and all nine scored at least three points. That's, that's how Purdue wins. That's how Purdue needs to win. And Jaden Ivey did not have a good game. He was two for 12 shooting, uh, just could not get in the rhythm. Uh, he took some 
some quick threes, trying to get himself going. Uh, it didn't work. Um, tried to make a couple non-Jaden Ivy-like passes, and those led to turnovers. And uh, so um, he's not had his best two shooting games the last two games, uh, which tells me I think Sunday might be a big day for him. Uh, I, I, he's not going to stay like this for long. So I, I, I think Sunday will be a big day for Jaden Ivey. I think he'll get back on track. Uh, now they're going to come at him just like everybody's come at him all year, but they're really going to come at him on, on, on Sunday. Uh, he's in a, he's in a bit of a, uh, a shooting, shooting funk right now. Um, but, Purdue obviously needs him to beat a team like Rutgers and then to win the Big Ten title. They can't have him going two for 12. You can go for two for 12 against Northwestern because other guys stepped up and Zach Eady had a big game. And, you know, the big guy had to play 16 minutes in the first half because Trayvon Williams was in foul trouble. And you got to remember, Zach Eady averages 19.5 minutes a game in Big Ten. So he, he was at his limit. And I think late in the first half, um, Painter subbed out Edie and put in Caleb first at the five just to give him a break. Then Travion played a lot in the second half and was able to do some things to give Zach some rest. But uh, Zach was getting worn down there uh, in the first half, and you you could see that a little bit. I mean, he was getting fouled a lot; they weren't calling it. I mean, that's been that's been that way all year. So that's not you know it's not going to change. <laughs> You can tweet about it all you want, but it's not going to change. Um, so Zach had to really fight through some things tonight. But, you know, Purdue needs Ivy. They need Jaden Ivy to, to, to step up big on Sunday, and I think he will. I think that for whatever reason, he's, you know, he's gone through, you know, the last couple games. Things are, haven't gone well for him. Uh, but, you know, I I don't think this will last very long. And uh, he... He has a tendency to show up for big moments, and he knows how to close. I've, you know, he made the game-winning three-pointer against Maryland, made the game-winning or three-point play against Maryland, and the three-pointer against Ohio State. So, I expect him to show up on Sunday. I expect Purdue to show up on Sunday. I think the day off Thursday is going to help them, kind of just re-energize themselves, and then they get back and you know get get back to work into you know on Friday and Saturday. You know, Painter said they they probably need a little. They need some practice time. They need some practice time because the turnovers are, are really, you know, you're on a three game run here of bad turnovers, and those things got to get straightened out because um, that that will in that will end your season. Miss free throws and turnovers will end your season quicker than anything. And um, Purdue's got to get those two areas cleaned up. You know, heading into Sunday for sure. But that, then that has to continue when you go on the road at Michigan State and Wisconsin, uh, cause those are gonna be, those, those are gonna be huge games. Those are gonna be games that will decide, along with Sunday, whether Purdue wins this, uh, Big Ten title or not. Speaking of the Michigan State game, I don't know if you saw it, uh, but that game on the 26th of February will start at noon. Um, that'll be a noon game. Still don't know when the Indiana game will start. That's a noon or two o'clock game, uh, but they haven't they haven't announced that yet, and I don't know when the deadline is. They they have to announce that, uh, but the 26th at Michigan State will be uh, a noon game. 
Well, it's the wee hours of the morning. It hasn't started snowing in Chicago yet. It's raining right now. Uh, supposed to get uh, overnight some freezing rain and some sleet. Uh, and then there's supposed to be a lull in the morning. And that's that's going to be my window to head home and hopefully beat the, the weather system home uh, before it dumps a bunch of snow on I-65. And, and then I can't then I can't get around. So that's what that's what my plan is right now. Uh so anyway, appreciate you listening and uh the feedback. You know, if you have questions, emails, reach out, try to answer them the the best I can. So Purdue a winner seventy to sixty four over Northwestern at Welsh Ryan Arena and uh Purdue in action Sunday against Rutgers at Mackey Arena. We'll be back after the game uh to recap uh and see where Purdue stands after a huge, huge game against the Scarlet Knights. Thanks for checking in. If you're in the Midwest and you're getting, you're going to get hit by the, the winter storm, stay safe, be good, and uh, we'll talk. We'll be back on Sunday after the Rutgers game.